very good day it is. And I greet you all. I am the voice of one. Are you under siege? This may sound like a strange question, but is it really? In the days before modern warfare, one of the ways by which nations waged war was by laying a siege against another. To successfully do this, the aggressor nation usually would encamp all around the capital city of the oppressed nation such that there would be no movements in and out of the encamped city. The idea was to humiliate and conquer the oppressed nation by cutting off all supply lines for food, water, trade, and any communication with the outside world. Once this was effected, the aggressor nation then waited for as long as it would take for the oppressed nation to finally collapse or surrender. As soon as the oppressed nation surrendered, the aggressor nation would then move in and plunder the oppressed nation, killing, maiming, raping, looting, and destroying all that is left in the land. The goal of any successful siege is to weaken the fighting capabilities of the oppressed nation through starvation, as well as cut off the ability of the oppressed nation to call for help as nothing or no one was allowed to leave the city. In modern times, a siege of this nature cannot work, especially because of the modern communication facilities and intelligence surveillance by sovereign nations. However, a thoughtful examination of nations around the world will reveal to a deep mind that certain people in those nations are under siege by their own governments. Though the citizens in these nations are suffering and starving, yet they are not able to speak up because they are not permitted to voice a dissenting opinion about their governments or ruling class. The governments regulate the broadcast media in order to suppress what is really going on in those nations. They keep at this until the people finally capitulate and surrender to the governments, the ruling class, or to the ruling elite. Hence, while the majority are impoverished, a very minute minority are filthily and oppressively wealthy. While unemployment pervades the society, the children of these ruling elites have political offices before they have even begun to experience what life is all about. While the majority struggle to get admission into the few schools built for the masses, the children of the aggressors and oppressors are attending the best schools outside the shores of their nations. While most of the people live without electricity, the very few elite do not know what power failure means because they have alternative means of getting electricity using the wealth of the nation. Such has been the case in the Arab world until the oppressed arose in defiance of their governments and have brought them down. While driving through the streets of some cities in this country and traveling from one part to another on our highways, it was difficult not to ascribe what we saw to a siege. Fully armed policemen littering the roads apprehending vehicles and demanding for money. Public transporters already know the drill. When they are stopped, they produce a 15 naira note and they are sent along on their merry way. Some drivers of private cars who may be transporting contrabands emulate the public transporters and even give larger sums of money. Petty traders who travel to the hinterlands are not spared either. Sometimes their goods are pilfered and pillaged by these aggressor policemen. Away from the roads, and in the cities are hundreds of thousands of youths and adults without jobs, and the few who have jobs cannot earn decent wages. Representatives of the people at the National Assembly live big while the people they are supposed to be representing continue to suffer. For these people, the siege is on every side. 
their governments have laid a siege on them, their protectors have laid a siege on them, and their representatives have laid a siege on them. There is only one safe place left for the people to turn to, and that is to God. Unfortunately, many people think that the way to God is through religion. So rather than turn to God, they turn to religion. And it doesn't matter what religion they turn to, the people come away disappointed because they find in religion the same trend as they have experienced in the civil society. Religious leaders are in a romantic affair with the government, the police, and the political class. The entire religious system is run by a set of regulations that seek to keep the people hooked on a weekly or seasonal high through programs and prayer sessions that keep enriching the purses of the organizations. The preachers keep asking their adherents to give so that they can receive something in return. And they turn around to use the gathered wealth to pay for their own ostentation, personal security, publicity campaigns, and so on and so forth. Most of these religious leaders are as immoral and amoral as you can imagine. They practice adultery and fornication and tell the people that it is not wrong. They take drugs and say that they are keeping alive to do the work of God. They take stolen money from the political elite and tell their people that the politicians are doing the best they can and need our support in prayers. In fact, the people are under a siege everywhere they turn. Indeed, it seems like there is no hope for real change because for many, religion is the last bastion of hope and it is failing the people. However, dear friend, we have come with the good news to tell you that there is still hope. The truth is that religion is not the last bastion of hope for any nation. God is. The way to God is certainly not through religion. Friend, the way to God is through Jesus Christ. And we will tell you why. God is a righteous God who cannot tolerate sin in the slightest. Therefore, for any man to come to him, he must first have his sins purged. And for your sins to be purged, you need to pay the price for sin, which is death. But if any man dies in his sins, he cannot reach God. So, to solve this problem, God sent his son Jesus Christ to come and pay the price for sins by dying the death on the cross. This was significant because though Jesus Christ committed no sin, yet he was made to die the death of sinners. And by his death and his resurrection three days later, God made it clear that all who come to him through Jesus Christ will also be raised up after they die. So friend, what you need is to turn to God through Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life, and who is the same yesterday and today and forever. You can trust God absolutely. You can depend on him not to fail you, unlike politicians or religion. The way out of the siege of man or religion is to turn to God through Jesus Christ. All you need to do is believe that Jesus died for you. Confess your sins before God by telling it to him, and then ask him to forgive you and accept you through Jesus Christ. One of the immediate things you will notice is that a load will be lifted off your shoulders. This load is the weight of the oppression of sin. You will also notice a freedom that cannot be explained. It is the best experience any man should long for. This freedom is not one that allows you to do as you like. Rather, it is one that frees you from the physical effects of the oppression of everyday living. If you are willing to come to God now, just drop whatever you are doing now as much as is possible and let us pray. Everlasting Father, once again, I thank you for speaking your good news to the world. I thank you so very much, Lord, for making part of your plan to release all those who are under a siege, to open our eyes to the truth that religion does not free us from the siege. 
that it is only Jesus Christ, your son, that truly frees man from siege, frees man from the oppression of mankind and the oppression of religion. I thank you so much, as many almighty and everlasting God, as have made up their minds to come to you through Jesus Christ today. I pray, Lord, that you will forgive their sins, you wash them in the blood of Jesus, and almighty and everlasting God, you will bring them into that glorious freedom, that glorious liberty that you have promised all who have ever come to you. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye.